This is the Lovecraft Love Boat Podcast, a real play podcast of Cthulhu Dark. I'm Chris, the director, and I'm joined by my wife, Kimmy, and our good friend, Tony. Cthulhu Dark was designed by Graham Walmsley. Music is provided by the Tudor Consort. Uh, but so Tony, you pull the uh, art pulls Father Christian aside, and he just kind of saunters up on his hindquarters, basically, and leans in a little bit, and and says, "So, um, how familiar are you with uh, the bishop? How many interactions have you had? Were you commissioned by the bishop to come here to set up the town, of course, the church? Of course, I've Directly. known him. I've known I I went to seminary." And uh, he was, uh, he plucked me from the class and brought me to this town as, as the priest to establish this church. This church was built by me and my, and my leadership here. And uh, I, I mean, I, I feel I have a, a strong bond with the bishop and that he comes here to honor me and to honor the church. And I have no doubt that he is my friend. Well, as an aide to the bishop's investigation, I am, uh, I certainly am very uh, appreciative of your um, involvement in helping us uh, get a, a little bit more familiar with, with the town folk and, and with the situation, you know, regarding... Um, the different happenings here, as well as, of course, the uh, the goat horse situation, and um, but uh, as I have only come to know the bishop recently, um, I'm wondering since you've had years of interactions with him, mm-hmm. um, has he always been a, a silent man? He took a vow of silence 15 years ago, um, and uh, he's been accompanied by his assistant here then and uh i honor his vow of silence it is a a sacrifice in the name of the lord mm. that uh is a blessing on onto the world i see and when you greeted him today for the first time after seeing him uh post your uh i've i've seen him many i've seen him uh Three or four times since he's taken us out of silence. Um, I'm just a little curious. I, I had noticed his ring seems a little mm-hmm. different than what uh, your your typical church accoutrement. Would yes, have. <laughs> that's the word for the day. And in, in honor, and of I her. was uh, I was I was just. Looking for your local insight, is it something that uh, possibly is from the seminary that I'm not familiar with, or is it uh, it, uh, it feels a um, different? I will certainly discuss the ring with the bishop at the appropriate time. Um, I, I believe that it is a holy relic, and he brings it for a reason, and um, he will make that reason clear when he feels it is time. Very good. I, I I understand your your concern and confusion. It is unusual to have a ring so plain and so simple, um, simple and and 
but it looks it as I'm sure it's its age is uh, is um and the fact that it's on his hand is of great significance. It's like wine. Yes, that's true. It is it is aged. It's we it's shall like drink wine no wine before drinks. its time. Yeah. Um okay. So uh you know, and I and I, I he looks up and he says, I you know, I I appreciate your concern about the, the imagery in this church. Um but uh you know we're we're very proud of how it incorporates the local community and I and I am um and I, I believe the bishop is is understanding of that of the value of the of that imagery and and how it ties this church to its flock. Very good, Father. Thank you. So turning to Lady Satterfield, you had concerns about this gentleman who's accompanying the bishop. The rogue what over is, there. Yes. Do, what do you have any thoughts on? I just question uh, why uh, he is so curious and uh, to make his acquaintance and and, then to he is more than welcome to come to uh, have tea. So are you you speaking? I mean, you can speak to him. I mean, he's here in the room. I am speaking to him. (laughs) I am. I'm looking at him. Okay. One eyebrow raised. Yes. (laughs) To meet yours. Um, (laughs) Yes. Pardon me for not... uh, Introducing myself, I am Arthur A. Arthurson, and um, I am a hired investigator uh, with the bishop. And um, who hired you? The bishop. The bishop. Mm-hmm. Fully documented, my lady, and I show her the documents. I see. So, is he thinking that there's something? Uh, you know, uh, uncontrollable that we can't handle here in the town? Well, I can't speak for him. I can tell you that my concerns for coming to this town have to do with uh, rumors that have traveled beyond the the borders of the town. And, of course, um, I have... uh, I'm sorry, sir, but what rumors are you referring to? So I had a fellow um, by the name of William um, (coughs) who came to this town to seek out information, and he has gone missing. And so part of my reasoning for being here is to find out a little bit more about uh, what came of William's visit and uh, Mm. what may have happened with Mm. him. You know, sir, we have plenty of Williams in town so I, I, I'm sure that uh, this is a unique William. Did he have any uh, look about him? I'm not. A last name? A look? So his, his last name was Horsenstein. Horsenstein. Oh, yes. interesting. William McHorsenstein. He believed he may have had relatives in the town and he was mm. coming to visit them. And he was also interested in the goat horse lore. Oh, I have never met him. I see. Well, very good. It's very pleasant to make your acquaintance. I will keep watch for him, though. So let me, sorry, let me um, pop out of role-playing for a minute. 
I did see Horsenstein, him. Horsenstein was the one that looked like Fer, looked like Ferdinand, or no, was it? No, no, no. Oh, he was, was the one. Didn't he? Wasn't he, he the like one the, that went to the tunnel? He was a and older. Died. Yeah, he died the older, at the tunnel, but he tied it. To, he and looked, Francis went there. He looked so like she the knows twins. that he's dead. He okay, looked so, like an so, older version of the twins. Yeah. Okay, but he was not. He did not have any concern, or he he was. Did he claim to have a stake in the mine? Is that? No, he didn't claim anything okay. to do with the mines. He was he investigating was, himself on he what He was, was going looking on. to find his he was claiming to be the father of the twins. Okay. And he wanted okay. to find I'm his sorry, sons. Sorry, I'm getting that in Mont and Monte O'Grady mixed up in my mind. So okay, and, and William Mac Horsenstein died. Was he he was the one that died and they found his body at the door, right? At the door. I found his body at the door, right? Wasn't it Francis? Or yeah, were he there went other to the people? door. He went to the door with people, and then the oh, door something. Okay. I believe he. I, door well, I believe he showed up the next day. They they discovered his body in front of the door. I think that was my statement. Yeah. I think so. Um, and I, again, I can. And then the, I the, came the notes, and I opened. I was able to open the door, or I looked above. I don't think no, you, no, you, you, no, there you was found like a room a, that mentioned like father. A, he was I, the guy that could read the runes, and all of a sudden he gets dead. And, right. And but, you and and you talked to. Who you believe is Ferdinand in the in the in the the prison, and he mentioned he was babbling, but he meant you heard the word father, and you said, "Oh, father!" And then you went to the door and you saw a rune. You said that rune looks like father. To right. You. That's, right. That's, right. 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 It had some. It had like father, or some kind of hieroglyphs or something on it. But I thought I saw what's his name dead, but maybe I didn't. Did I not? See um, him I'm dead? not sure. I mean, I don't think we determined who found him dead. Oh, so, okay. Um, okay. If you guys, I mean, if you think you found him dead, you don't remember. And I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't believe it said. I, I, be, I, don't I believe like basically that was a state of that he was, he was found, found dead, dead at the door. Okay. It never said who found him at the door. Okay, so, but then I came. Death found him. De- that's true. <laughs> death did That, that asshole. I hate death. He's such a dick. Um, so, do you? I mean, if you want, if you both want to agree that Lady Satterfield found his dead body. That can be canon. If you have a conflict, then we can roll it off and say whatever whoever rolls higher, that's the story. Um, or I can, I mean, because I don't have an I don't have an opinion either way. Obviously, from my point of view as a, as the director, I'm I'm cool either way. So if I you guys have a feeling on that, I would say that she found him, but then he just was missing. What do you, what, but sorry, did somebody find him else? It's, so again, the the way the well, quiet the, ear ran, the way yeah. the quiet ear the statement was that that um, he got to the door and William then, was found dead at the door. Right, right, and the then I came and, and I saw the door, so I must have seen him, right? Well, or someone else put him in the grave or, or and took, him, took away. him away. So it's up to you or how you want to. Somewhere okay. again, I I don't have a, a strong opinion. I think at the way. very least, you're aware that. He was there. I think. I think I was, and that, sh- that he, he was around. Then died, but I'm not. I don't know sure if I know she, if she died. If if I know he died, let's say I don't know well, he died. Okay, that's fine. You know, let's say yeah. I don't know he died, mm-hmm. but I did. I do know about him, and I was very like curious about him. So th- when you oh, say yeah, that, I was reason. like, hmm, <laughs> there's lots of Williams. Which one? So I think I knew about him. I didn't know he was at the door and he died. Can but I, I th- roll to see if I can suspect that she might be knowing more than? So are you 
you're hiding. I mean, I, I kind of get the impression that you're hiding. I'm the hiding fact the that door. You're, you're hiding the fact that you know William. And I know William. But you're hiding that fact from him. Yes. Um, uh, let's do a let's do a roll off. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of thinking because Lady Satterfield, she's like I said, she would be, she's a lady. And a lady, part of that is decorum mm-hmm. and knowing when to show your card and when you hold the card. Mm-hmm. So I would say you get two dice. And you're an investigator, so you get two dice similar. So you get to roll off two dice each. And whoever rolls the highest die gets the, the, the oh, geez, Tony has rolled a six. And Kimmy has rolled a six. Um, so the next highest die is a two for Kimmy. So Kimmy, you are able to deceive uh, Art unless Art wants to throw in an insight die and roll again but then you have to roll six and then a, you sanity. have to roll at least one six and one <laughs> two to beat her right no, no three I'm, dice so just just to throw, throw i'll in see with that. her i'll listen to what she has to say and i'll keep it to myself basically yeah. i don't need to show her my cards at all I've already well, and, 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 and one and one thing to note is again you you know a... that Bishop is only meeting with her this evening besides mm-hmm. Father Christian, so if anyone in this town knows what's going on with William, it would be Father Christian and her, right? Because no one else is really of, of stature of, in this town, so they're 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 effectively the authorities in town. So to me, so as far as I'm just, concerned, uh, Father Christian is, I mean, he's led goat horse show up in the murals and so he might be a little bit too bought into the town and it may be an influence because the lady is paying a lot of money to have goat horse yeah i was gonna ask should they meet privately should she try to meet privately with father christian to ask some questions it's up to you so what i definitely Um, you certainly would have an opportunity because you know the bishop's not gonna he's gonna retire to his quarters at some point and father christian will be available to talk so you said you wanted to go explore, investigate some things that evening, that night. So the first thing that I want to do, first thing that I want to do that evening is I want to go to the town of the, or the, the Hall of the Sluice. Okay. Because I want to follow up upon the last, um, the, the most likely place that uh, Edward would have gone. Hmm. Um, Edward? William. William. That William would have gone. So I, I go down to the House of Sleuths to uh, to take a look around and see if I can find any of his accoutrements mm-hmm. that he may have left behind. Um, so the Hall of Sleuths, I'm, I see is so this is maybe a discussion kind of following up with the uh, Quiet Year, but I see it as kind of a, a gentleman's club. So it's more of a uh, people who get together. It's kind of, I think, like, you know, the equivalent would be a Victorian gentleman's club where it's like, oh, people go to hang out and discuss philosophical and, and have, you know, they would have like a little library where you would, you know, people could research and they would have their private stash of alcohol and tobacco. And although tobacco is not a thing yet, but maybe alcohol and maybe laudanum, uh, other medica- medications, uh, are, you know, recreational drugs, um, that, uh, the the hall would the 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 sluice would generally be an evening thing after, um, the uh the you know the farm you know the, the farm hands would those that would want to partake would go there after work kind of thing, 
relax. Um, but it's, I would say maybe four members really active, maybe a couple that are, you know, maybe a, one or two junior members that are, um, you know, teenage boys, girls, I don't know, would it be co-ed or male only? I'd assume at that point it'd probably be male only. Okay. Um, and so let's say there's, there's two, um, teenagers that are kind of the junior members and they, they'll just come to special events or like on weekends or where, you know, where they have like a lunch in or whatever, to, um, kind of indoctrinating them. And, and, um, uh, this evening there's two members that are there when you arrive. Um, uh, when you arrive though, um, Basically, you come to a building that you know that has windows, but they are curtained. Uh, you do see light inside. You see um, some activity inside, uh, but there's a there's a, a heavy wooden door in the front, sure, uh, with a knocker on it and a little tag, you know, a little brass placard that says Hall of Sleuths. Okay, I'll knock at the door. Um, you see, there's a little sliding window right to the right of the door and it opens up and says may I help you so i say yes uh, my name is arthur a anderson i am part of the uh the you're not from around here i am not i am part of the detail of the bishop who came to town uh upon this eve and uh here are my bishop documents. yes we, we we knew the bishop was coming yes here are my documents. Your documents. You hand him. He puts his hand through the through the port, and yeah. you hand him the, the document. He pulls it out. Um. So you're you wish to speak to the sleuths on behalf of the bishop. I the, do. Bis the bishop has not invited us to, for an audience with him. Well, uh, I'm not a, here on official. I'm here on official business, of course. However, I did have a. Um, a compatriot who came to town, say, several weeks ago uh, by the name of William uh, McHorsenstein, and I believe he would have come here first. To uh, He was uh, following up, up upon the local lore of the goat horse, and I thought uh, this would be a place that he would have come to. I'm not your old two dice, your, your human die and your profession die, your occupation die. Um, the, the, the gentleman says, uh, hold, hold, hold on one second. Slides the door closed. You hear some mumbling, some roll, roll one die. Uh, you hear some noise inside. Door opens again. William, we, we don't know of this William Horsenstein. Uh, you, um, I'm sorry, we, we're a private club. You uh, are not invited in. He slides the door closed. I see. Okay. So I knock again. No, oh, he opens his door and he slides the paper back out. He says... So uh, I take the paper, but... Oh, he, did, of, he like tosses it out the window. <laughs> like, kind of the... What do they call those things? Um, so what, what do you do? You knock I again. knock again. Um... He had no answer. Okay. So now I'll, I'll knock with my, uh, I'll rap upon the door. 
No answer. Okay, very good. I'll take a look around the building. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fairly, basically it's like a, it's a one room building. Uh, there's the, the door and uh, two standard windows with um, glass and curtains and so there's, no there's a there's a fire. You can see there's a fireplace. There's a uh, chimney. So there's no real, um, no place for anybody to have stayed or anything like that. No, it's it's a it's it's like a meeting room. Okay, it's a freestanding building meeting so room. So I'll uh, meander about the town a little bit to see if okay. I can find an inn, an inn, um, of some sort. Where would William have gone to stay? There's a. Um, well, you do notice that there's a fair number of people milling about the the um, Hollow Notes Hall. Um, like that they seem to be, some of them are just discussing recent events, news, what have you. Um, they do seem like that some of them actually reside here. Like they're, maybe they're, I mean, given that their, their dress and the way they look, maybe they're migratory workers. They're here for the fall harvest. Mm. Um, there's a number of houses in town. Um, there's a, um, as you walk around, you, you come across a, like a, like a fairgrounds, uh, seems pretty much a, like it's not been used in months, the, but it's fairly newly constructed. So new, new, new fencing and, uh, fairly newly cleared grounds, but there are some grass, you know, some weeds growing and. Um, not a lot of recent activity there. Um, most of the farmers are going to their own individual homes. Um, you would you would know that um, as part of the bishop's entourage, you would have accommodations provided for you wherever the bishop goes. Because the bishop, you know, like I said, there's the bishop and and um, the guy who I can never remember the name of, who's his assistant, who is Bernard Copel, uh, Cop uh, the bishop and Copel are you know kind of the leaders but there's there's a couple other um what do you call porters that go that go with him to to take care of uh his his garments and his uh you know uh private foodstuffs and sacramental wine and sure. so I'll, I'll take a little bit of a look at the hollow notes mm -hmm. um just to kind of get an idea um what i want to find out is uh, what sort of mix of of uh what is the the beat of the town in, mm. in the sense of um I've, you've said that i've seen a lot of farmers mm. but i've heard of mines and and such and i haven't seen any miners you see a, you see a couple people that look like maybe that yeah they're covered in coal dust only like two mm. the most of the people that are there are, are farmers um yeah okay I'm going to approach uh, one of the coal dusty guys. Okay. Now, can he go for that? I'm kidding. What's that? The hollow note song. Oh, geez. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll approach one of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he, he kind of looks at you funny because you are, you are an odd-looking duck. Mm -hmm. uh, but he seems to be pretty much like... Um, He's kind of leaning against the the building. He looks exhausted, like he's had a hard day. Um, he's um, chewing something, like maybe an herb or um, some sort of 
chewing gum, <laughs> something to kind of pass the time, just let, just sure. kind of staring off into the sky. So uh, I, I say, pardon me, sir. May may I uh, take up uh, a little bit of your time? Depends on what's what. All right. So um, I just say, so I understand that this town is a uh, is mainly agricultural in in nature. Oh, but we have we have an active mind, a very productive mind. You you're definitely not from around here. You don't look like you're from around here. Well, welcome to our town. Um, but uh, happy to help what I can. So would you, uh, how are you a miner? He looks down at his coal dusted outfit, of course. And, proud, um, proud, proud miner. I'm so happy we've, we've hit this, the coal seam that we found. It's been very productive. The, 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 the food that is put on your table is most likely cooked on that coal. I see. Sounds fantastic. Must be, uh, a, um, well, we're hoping we're hoping to mine enough out that this winter maybe we'll get a couple shipments going out of town to uh, to Bath, and we can make some money for this town. Maybe a a bit of a a boom. Who knows? Sounds like fortune is is smiling upon you. That's certainly I, on I, the mines. Yes, I have heard of. Uh, I as you have stated, I I am from elsewhere, mm-hmm. and I, I have heard uh, rumors of. You want that, you want to buy some of our coal? Are no. You, are you a trader? I'm not a trader, but I'd be hmm. happy to pay you for your time. No, there's not much to spend our money on this town, but uh, appreciate the offer. Maybe you can buy me a beer over at the the hall here. Sounds good. Okay, let, let us adjourn to your hall. Excellent. We we make a decent beer in this town. Okay, I'll go. With okay, you. so you sit at the table. It's uh. They're real basic, uh, rough-hewn wooden tables. Uh, looks like, um, you know, kind of a mismatch of, of you know, like the, the carpentry is is functional but barely. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they bring some beers and and clay jugs, and clay, clay uh, cups. Well, yeah, they happily take them. Well, so. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, the crown controls the the money, and so you have you have the you know pennies of the uh, you know with the of the crown. So they they happily take your money, mm-hmm. and and so so why are you buying me beer, sir? So I w- was hoping that you might be able to give me a little bit of insight into um, the goings on within the within the mining community. Mm. What perhaps. sort of a uh, you said that you you've struck coal. What mm-hmm. what is coal the main stay in the mine? Well, coal and silver. Um, it's by weight, I would guess, ten times coal to one time silver. Uh, we've it's two base two main seams, but we've recently opened a an additional seam of silver, so it's it's been increasing in, in uh, output. And in the diggings in the mine, has there ever been anything? unusual that you've come across uh well we had uh we've had some accidents in the past if that's what you mean but uh that's part of the mining life i understand some uh you know some 
some of the some of the youngins that um sad to say were overcome by the gases i see so very good um we we you, you did hear of the of the the canary harvest the canary gathering that happened uh, in the spring this year and thankfully those canaries have proved uh, useful since those uh occurrences but uh we 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 pray to we go to the church here in town and pray uh weekly to ask for god to protect us in the mines i see um what do you know of the uh the goat horse uh it's a silly thing it's a it's a rumor and it's it's some i wonder if there were druids here and they created this you know there's the you heard about the 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 paintings in the cave that they're long gone now father christian decided he didn't like them and took our machine and destroyed the machine and destroyed the tunnel oh and what machine is this it was a, a mining machine a mining implement a boring machine it bored um but uh it was quite effective at mining in this I think this this mine would have not been where it is today without that machine. But uh, it's actually I we have repaired it hmm. since that was since that happened. But um, it's not the same. It's I not see. the same. Is there any chance that uh, I could see the machine? Who would I have to speak to 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 see the machine? I have to speak to the foreman. I see. And uh, he's he's at the mine right now. They're they're uh, they're in the night shift right now. I'm I'm a day shift. Very good. Well, um, if you wish a meal, of course that could be provided. Um, I've already had my dinner, sir. I'm about to hit the hay. Okay, very good. And uh, so, I thank him for his time. And well, thank you for the beer, sir. Absolutely. Oh, well, and. Uh, if uh, if you if the foreman asks, you gotta give my good word that uh, Fred Gandy sent your way, sent him your way. Fred Gandy, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lord Gandy. Or right. Fred, Fred Grandy. Grandy. Spelling correct. Fred Grandy. Kind of an odd name. Frederick. All right. Friedrich. Friedrich. Yes. So I, I thank him for his time okay. and. Yeah, he just he finishes his beer and he starts. Uh, yeah, they basically it's it's very meager accommodations. They just basically have piles of hay in one side of the this kind of a long, you know, maybe ten foot wide, forty foot long uh hull building and they just have a couple tables on one end where people are sitting and drinking and eating whatever meals they can cobble so, together and as he's starting to away, mm -hmm. I, I say, uh, one one last thing. Where exactly were those cave paintings? And the tunnel. And There's a Satterfield tunnel. It goes from near the mine to the fields. Still, tunnel's still there. The paintings are gone. I see. Thank you, sir. Uh, much uh, happy to provide. Okay. And I, I let him. Okay. He go. goes. He goes and just like gathers up his clothes. What clothes he has, he kind of brushes them off and starts to kind of flatten out a little section of hay to lay on. So I, I'm I'm done with this guy and I'm done with the. Okay. The bar. Okay. And um, well, bar bar would be way overstating. It's <laughs> it's yeah, literally a table, and there's like a 
a small keg of beer that they have have uh, been pouring beers from. Mm. And uh, actually, as you turn to head out, you notice that they're watering the beer down, which actually is probably pretty standard um, just because beer is fairly expensive to make. And it's more just to kind of take the edge off and a little bit of hydration before bedtime, right? Sure. So, so I go, okay, that's normal. And then I, <laughs> I, I head on out. I'm going to go um, take a look at the mines. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you have to cross the water, the river to get to the mines. Okay. So I'll, I'll just meta that you ask some random person. They say, oh yeah, the mines are over there and they point you the direction. And, uh, but you have to be careful crossing the river at night. It's, uh, it can be a little slippery on the bottom and, uh, you know, if you disappear in the water, no one's going to find you. Okay. So, um, basically say, well, a bridge would be nifty, but I was working on it. Yeah in progress a couple couple more weeks we'll have that bridge done but uh besides which i think the bridge uh won't get you much closer to the mine you it bridges over towards the spa there's the spa yeah over by the falls it's a kind of resort area we've we're trying to build up a little tourist industry in this town but so would i have to cross the river to get to the tunnel that leads to the mines no that's over you go Go through the fields. Go to the other side of the fields. You'll. Uh, it's gonna be hard to find at night, though. Too. It's real dark. Okay. I mean, you can take a torch, but it's gonna be tough, even with a torch. Candle definitely not gonna find it. Just a hole in the ground. All right. Thank you. Yeah, so, sure. Um, I think what I'll do then is I have a couple of different things that. Uh, one thing you do notice when they point in that direction, you do see the cross on the top of the hill. It's being lit by it looks like candles on the ground or something. Someone's lighting some sort of light source at the base of it. Hmm. So that does kind of give you a, a way a, a waypoint that you can see at night without having to have a a light source. But but only uh, if I go to the cross. But they put they basically said just kind of go towards the cross and that's where the mine is. Oh, you know from town. But then there's a river in the way. Yeah, hmm. and yeah, it's not. Hard to cross, but it's a little tre- treacherous at night. Right. All right. So, what I'll do then is uh, retire to my uh, return to the church and yeah, wherever they're putting us. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. They have they basically have a couple of rooms in the back of the church where they they you know they you have to double up with some of the some of the the porters that the bishop brought with, but bishop and and his assistant get their own room but otherwise the rest of you kind of pile into a second room and you know have basic you know um straw stuffed cotton mattresses they're all not very comfortable but that's the living okay okay that's that's i guess it for separate activity right mm-hmm. okay so next morning you mean you ready to rejoin us we're gonna do the the evening of bliss between <laughs> Kimmy and the what? Bishop. And evening the, of bliss. No. Well, the, they're all getting together to have a dinner at her place, right? Uh, she never invited him. Oh, I thought that that's why they were distracted while I was out running around. That they were at the I don't know. manor. Manor speaking. I did invite them. He would. You talked about inviting him early on, but I don't think you I ever. Would, well, I was going to send a surf to invite to to do the the letter. 
to to um, send the well. Uh, by the time you get back invite. to the keep, by the time you get back to the the hall, the Satterfield Manor, and then sent to surf, it would be like nine o'clock at night. Uh, no, I meant for the next night. Ah, for for okay, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have to prepare the foods. Yeah, that's true. You have to and entertainment. Yeah, that's true. And you can't just do that on a moment's notice. You had no idea the bishop was coming. So the bishop is is understanding. Yes, well, (laughs) if I knew he was coming, if he had told me, if anybody had told me, I would have already had it prepared to welcome him. Okay, so so, assuming no other activity at night, assuming that in the morning... Uh, so where would uh, Jilly be, have been buried? Jilly is buried by the outskirts of the field near the forest where the mods came in. Okay. It's just on the other side of the, of the river mm-hmm. uh, near our the edge of our field. Okay. Would I be joining the bishop in, in this? Um, he certainly would. Uh, so basically general practices you're you can accompany him wherever you like you can leave whenever you like um unless he directs you to stay with him um and if you you know of course if he dismisses you you're asked to leave his presence and and leave him to be private so um you're he he does not dismiss you he he certainly if you wish to join him you can but he's he's non-committal either way so it's your, your choice whether you go with or not um, basically, uh, what happens is, uh, there's, um, you know, uh, cocking of the cr- uh, crowing of the cocks in town. There's, you know, there's some uh, roosters that are pre-dawn and maybe four or five in the morning. Uh, the bell of the church tower rings once and the father Christian wakes and his, he has a, um, a, an assistant that helps keep the church clean and they're they're preparing in the morning cleaning and they're um and they awaken the bishop as you know with a, with a light knock on the door you hear you hear it down the hall and um basically there's activity pre-dawn and they're preparing to go to the gravesite. Okay. so um you know maybe i'll accompany that maybe about 45 minutes before dawn um you see them all gather up um, the porters are informed by Father Christian that they will have to cross the river. Um, best that they, you know, he basically directs, there's a path. He says, there's a path. You just go to the, follow the path. It'll go right to the riverside. And just basically at that point, you go straight across. Um, there is a rope across that, help, you know, to help you just, um, you know, and, and uh, apologies for, you know, that you'll be getting wet. But uh, the porters actually arrange uh, like a, uh, what do you call that? A raft of some sort. Uh, just like a no, like a platform where they put the the bishop sits uh-huh. on a platform between two porters. The porters, mm-hmm. you know, were in the water, and the and the ra- and the yes. platform is above mm-hmm. the water. So the bishop is because he has you know his finery on for a ceremonial activity, mm-hmm. and so they they arrive at uh, you know maybe uh, you know that's the getting fairly light, but the sun saw them come up. Um, the bishop. Um, lays out a, a book um, and he flips a, a couple pages and um, would, would Lady Satterfield know Latin? 
She knows a bit. She's learned. So you, you you definitely recognize Latin. So you know this is in Latin. Yes. Um, and so he starts to recite some Latin from mm-hmm. the passage of the book, and um, he sprinkles some holy water on the on the on the graveside and reads mm-hmm. some more passages from the. Um, sprinkle some more. Can you roll me um, one die, please? Rolled a two. Okay. So, um, yeah, you 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 see him doing the water, you know, holy water, doing some more reading, more holy water. Um, he um, asks to hold your hands. He so he, or actually doesn't, but um, Copel says the bishop wishes to hold your hands and say a final blessing. And so he holds your hands, and he says a blessing to you, and, and but in Latin, and, or sorry, I guess you can't be saying Latin. <laughs> um, couple is saying all this in Latin. I apologize for my apologies for getting that a little bit confused. So flip the table, dude. Yeah, or or well, <laughs> so um, I'll back up a little bit and retcon a little bit. So Koppel and Father Christian take turns um, reading Latin the passages, the Latin passages. Um, but basically, the bishop is doing the holy water sensor uh, or holy water sprinkler, and um, and also does signs. But but it's not Koppel's not reading the signs. He's just seeing this. He's just doing the signs on his hands as he does this. Um, and then holds your hands, and and Koppel reads a passage, and they, you know, basically a little prayer, and that's and that's the ceremony's done. Um, okay. Yes, and then I do have tea for everyone. Okay. Back yeah. at the manor or right there? No, right there. We brought so you have like a, one of your servants had brought a, mm-hmm. one a, of my a kettle servants. full of hot water and, and a, a tea little tea that pot has that brewed. has mm-hmm. yeah. Tea is served. Okay. Just as a me- measure of good faith and... Um, so is it... Um, so what type of tea do you serve? Oh, <clears throat> I serve lavender. I serve the English tea. So just straight lavender. Lavender mm. tea. Okay. So he he. If seems... you want more exotic teas, you would go to the spa. Hmm. Well, he's he's not. They're not asking. I'm asking you as a player. Oh. Uh, you know the what would what would be served. <clears throat> so he seemed he seems very pleased by the lavender tea, um, and and does a sign and and Copel says it's very refreshing and it's a lovely tea for the morning. Um, given where we're located, actually, it may be appropriate to go to see the door. Would not be the time. And you're, you're, is Art with yes. the entourage? Okay. So, um. Are you sure you want to see the door? Why wouldn't we, we that's part of why we're here. I see. Is there, is there another time it would be better for you? Or, I'm sorry, Lady Satterfield, we didn't mean to uh interrupt your your busy day i'm sure you you have your farms to tend to um i do i i will take measures into hand and make sure that i s- tell my lead surf to well you have your take your, care of the business your tea servant that's with you so you can send that to him or her i don't know if it's boy or yes. girl but send them back to send send word to your the earl of staff. gray <laughs> The Earl of Grey Lavender. Um, Yeah. Um, That is fine. These constant comments. I know. (laughs) Uh, Well, we just want to make sure we get those details in. 
T-tails in. The T-tails. Oh, my God. The T-tails in. But, yes, of course I will go to the door with you, just in case you forget the way as well. I know it's where it it lies. Mm. Okay. I would appreciate you taking us there. Um, so you Can I tra- ask, has anybody no. traveled to the door? No, nobody's traveled the door. It's that, Well, let that, me lead the way then. Please. Yeah, we, we, we know not where this door lies. Can you tell us the tale of the goat horse? On the Since way. it is happy local legend, I, I would like to know a little bit more about it as we approach the door. Oh, I can only tell you what I have heard. Of course, I don't know firsthand of the of the myth, only overhearing the stories told late at night among the serfs as I walk around to make sure everything's in order for the next morning. But uh, I, I do not, I can tell you bits and pieces of what I've heard. That would be much A couple says do tell. Do we, tell. We, we do anything you can provide would be appreciated. Well, that I know at uh, the myth is that this goat horse be combined um, when there was a great uh, need to sacrifice goats and horses. They were throats were slit, uh, in and they were thrown into a fire together. And in the smoke of this fire was the shape of the two beasts coming together. Was this was this, the, was this during the time of the Druids? I'm. I believe so. Oh, I believe so. So it's an actually it's, it's a, a, quite an ancient uh, it's tale. It's an ancient tale, as as far as I know. Yeah. And. Um, the uh, slaughter of these animals uh, for sacrifice was something that I still don't quite understand, but it has to do with the land. Hmm. Uh, out of curiosity, in my adventures upon the eve of last, I did come across tales of um, different murals that may have been in the tunnel that leads to the mines. Were they related to the goat horse? Well, as far as I know, they were just kids playing around with the myth. I see. So the, to your knowledge, the, the mines, the, the goat horse tales and, and this door have nothing in common. Well, there is told a labyrinth on this land. Is there an, where on this land would this labyrinth be? I don't know. So who tells this tale? Oh, just the folk. They've heard it from other folk before them and folk before them and folk before them. Is I don't that, think so anybody is that, knows. Is the goat exactly. horse related to the labyrinth? Is it? Is the what? Is this goat horse any relation to the labyrinth? Is I, that door we're headed to, is that an entrance to the labyrinth? Perhaps. I don't know. I've never stepped into that door. I cannot get it open. It's made of stone. Mm. It must be tons, tons. I don't know how we would get it open. Well, I I fear we may not have the power to open it either, but uh, 
really swished to see it and 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 see the the environment where the 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 tale has been told. Do you think I'd be able to wedge it open with my Bowie knife? <laughs> Rogue, you are too confident. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it, it's it takes you a good half an hour, maybe forty five minutes to to walk with this large entourage. Um. Your tea servant uh, wades across back across the river and talks to who you can clearly see as the foreman of the 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 laborers in the field there and and they've they've already been and they started before dawn even though it's it's late fall they want to uh, take advantage of as much light as they can so they're they're toiling in the fields as you as you head that way I'm gonna sorry I'm gonna plug it in back a little bit miss any other details on the map so um so you arrive at the door. Uh, it is pretty well overgrown with uh, branches of uh, bushes and milkweed and, and yeah. uh, dried some dried, wheat yeah. uh, that had flown over wild, from our fields. Wild-grown, yes. So, um, and it is it is a eight foot tall, eight foot wide block of stone stuck in the ground you know basically it's uh, you it's set in the ground at a slight angle um partially buried you know like uh it looks like actually um something dug it up there's you know it's it actually goes a good three feet into, into the ground um, but something or someone has dug so that it, it, the whole door is visible at this point um you do see um there is uh, a stain on the in the on the ground on the soil, um, like something was spilled before the door. Uh, the bishop seems perplexed, uh, but um, does some signs, and Copel says, uh, "This does appear to be of of the uh, the druids." It is, it is not, um, he turns to Christians and does more signs and Christian kind of, he kind of, you can kind of tell that Christian kind of half understands the signs at this point. He's seen enough of it and, and bishop, the bishop is scowling and, and the bishop and the Christian says, I'm not sure how we would do that. Uh, but, uh, the bishop wishes the store destroyed or buried. Your holiness might take a look. Be our guest. That is partly why you're here. So, Tony, what does Art know of the door and of William and his demise? I don't think he knows exactly. As far as he knew, William was investigating the goat horse, and he he was investigating his family lineage. He thought that maybe he would have kin out there, Hmm. that his sons were there, and he was keen on reconnecting with them. Um, so this may have become an area of interest to him, um, considering that he, like art has a background in, in runes and that sort of thing, um, because of their travels, um, and their studies. So 
So, so you would you would know Nordic runes, um, you know the runes of the Vikings and 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 that such. These are Druidic runes. Um, they're similar. I'm, I'm getting hand on head. I don't really know if this is true, so maybe I should research this. But I'm going to say just for now that they're similar, but they they seem similar. They seem similar. They seem to. I mean, there are there are ideographic, uh, you know, depictions of of concepts and and. Um, you do recognize, um, father, you do recognize, um, goat, horse, um, uh, kid actually. So, uh, baby goat, hmm. um, in sacrifice, um, and disease, hmm. um, that's basically what you recognize that um roll me uh um an invest roll me two dice um and kimmy you can roll me a die if you want would you roll sorry a one and a two <laughs> oh kimmy rolled a six look at that um roll me so roll me your insight die please one okay so your insight does not go up We'll say, um, even I think technically it would, but I'm going to, so you lady Satterfield looking at this now, um, you realize that this door was not meant to be opened. This is a seal. This is meant to be, this is keeping something in or keeping something out. Um, there's no handles, there's no hinges, there's no sliding mechanism, there's no, it's literally just a stone stuck in a hole to block the hole. Um, and yeah, the, the, the father thing is really bothering you because of what happened with William, the, the William character and saying that he was the father of Fern. And you're wondering, and the fact that Fern mentioned father, that maybe there's something behind this door that would answer what Fern, what's going on with Fern, what's going on with, uh, with William or what happened with William. Why did William do what he was and what, what was William? You know, you don't, it's, it's a mystery. You don't, you can't ask William and you can't ask Fern at this point, but maybe this door could answer that. So the one thing that I've noticed that you said that I noticed is that this seems to be, some sort of a perennial thing that there's a, an involvement with maybe family of some sort and that there's goat horses mentioned. Um, so uh, essentially I, I would report to the bishop saying, well, it, it could be anything. It could be a door. It could be a tomb. It could be something. Hmm. But uh, the goat horse is mentioned here as is um it does make mention of father and potential offspring i'm not sure mm. what it what it is beyond this mm. um but uh i i suspect it might be a tomb um about this time when you're 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 pulling the well you're kind of you're trying to like talk to the bishop but you're he's kind of he's kind of um copel's kind of interjecting oops, i just touched the mic Copel's kind of like interceding, like he's kind of taking 
but um, as you're talking to him, you hear some noise in the in the bushes in the in the trees further south of basically south of, of where you're at. Um, actually, if you could roll to Kimmy, just roll one die. See if you hear this as well. You definitely hear this. It sounds like someone uh, coming through the, the the forest. Are we expecting visitors? Um, no, we're not expecting visitors. Hello? I... Hello? Oh. Hello? Stay away. I've got the Black Plague. Stay away, please. Do you I... have some food? Can you leave me food, please? I'm starving out here. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, she pulls out a crumpet from her pocket and leaves it. Are you a strumpet with a crumpet? <laughs> yes, I I am so. No, you're not a star. Uh, okay. You're a lady. I'm a lady. Uh, yes, we we will leave it. Um, uh, on this, there's a a little bit of a rock. A stone. You see, the bishop starts to frantically sign on his hand. What is the bishop doing? He's signing. Right. What What is he saying? Are you saying that? You what saying is that? he saying? You say that to Koppel? Yes. Um, Koppel says, uh, "Just a moment." And Koppel turns to one of the porters and. Porter pulls out a jug, and uh, they set the jug down on the on the ground, and they pull the cork on the jug, and uh, the bishop does more hand signs, and Koppel turns and says, "A cup, a cup. We need a cup." And so one of the other porters pulls a cup out, and they pour some of the water from the jug into the cup, and then the bishop takes his ring off. And he takes the cup and he pours the water from the cup through the ring back into the jug. And he puts the ring back on. And he corks the, the jug. And he signs. And Koppel says, Child, child, come here. And this nine-year-old girl comes out of the forest. And she's clearly, she's got the big boils on her neck. And she says, you, you really should stay away. I'm sick. I'm dying. Stay away. But, but what, do you, what do you have? Who are you? What cloth you wear? And they take the jug and they, they cobble, takes it three or four steps and sets it down on the other side of the door. And he steps back and she comes and says, oh, well, I don't need water, sir. And cobble says, Drink, you'll be healed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lovecraft Love Boat. Subscribe to get more episodes. 